How do you get started? What's the first step? The first step is working with a real estate professional that really knows the market and is able to hustle, right? I mean, I was doing it for myself, so I knew the market very well, and I hustled so that when I saw an opportunity, I was able to capitalize on it. Anybody going this route should start creating and assemble that team of professionals to help. The idea of being able to build wealth through real estate is something that excites so many people. Hey guys, and welcome to Black Belt in Real Estate. This is season two. This is the final episode. If this is the first time that you're here with us, welcome, check back all the other great episodes. If you're here today, you are interested in buying an investment property. And we're gonna talk about buying your first investment property here in Los Angeles today. I have a savvy real estate investor with me today, James Suarez. He's also my mentor and the CEO of the Suarez team, which is the number one team for Keller Williams in California. Also uh, a great person to be around if you wanna learn how to win in the game of real estate. So thank you so much for being here, guys. And let's get this show started. Let's get this show started. Yeah, I mean, it makes me think of uh, the quote, uh, and statistic, 90% of millionaires made their millions in real estate, right? There's nothing like mailbox money. And what I mean by that is when the rent comes in, right, and the mortgage paid, and then you get, you know, the additional income, which is awesome. Uh, I'll never forget, you know, the first investment that I purchased. A lot of, you know, s similar market. The market was shifting. A lot of my friends and colleagues and associates and family were saying, don't buy, but... I'm very confident, you know, in, in my ability to understand which direction the market was going and statistics. So, you know, made the move and it was one of the best decisions I made because it set me on a course to have a real estate portfolio. And now today, uh, our real estate portfolio not only covers our, you know, all of the properties that we own, it also covers uh, the mortgage payment uh, of our current home and still gives us, you know, a good amount of money every month to live off of, which, you know, wouldn't have happened if I didn't get in the game of being a, a real estate investor. This excites me, James, because I want to be able to say those words myself. And I know people that are watching also want to be able to say those words. So first of all, hats off to you. You took some big risks and you got rewarded. So can we just talk about like, how do you get started? Because this, this is, a big mountain that you have climbed over probably 10, 15 years. What's the first step? The first step is working with a real estate professional that really knows the market and is able to hustle, right? I mean, I was doing it for myself, so I knew the market very well, and I hustled so that when I saw an opportunity, I was able to capitalize on it, right? When I bought, it was a, it was on a down market. Uh, the market was still going down, sellers, you know, there were something called short sales where I actually, um, instead of doing a short sale, was able to do what's called a wraparound loan where I just assumed somebody's loan and they didn't have any equity in the property. So I didn't have to put a lot down either. So again, the first step would be working with a, you know, a professional like yourself, someone who's willing to hustle, that when they know of an opportunity, they're able to present it and being able to get creative on how to purchase too, because not everybody has 25 or 30% to put down. If you do, or you're a cash buyer, even more power to you because you could probably get an even better 
deal out there. Yeah, and uh, like, what what should you look for in uh, in your first home? Should it be like your first investment? Should it be a duplex, triplex, or what is the location important? Like, can you just walk us through like how do you where do you get started? Yeah, well, mainly what, what you know something is you know what excites you, right? Because there's you know the cap rate, which is the capitalization rate. There's also you know different income properties, which is the duplex or triplexes or a single family home. You know, one strategy is to buy you know near a college like LMU or UCLA, where you can buy a single family residence, which do appreciate more than apartment buildings, and then rent out the rooms to students, right? And students are willing to you know pay more because not everybody is willing to rent you know to students. Or, you know, something that a lot of uh, buyers do, as, investors do as well, is apartment buildings. Because the challenge with a single-family residence is, you know, the vacancy rate. So it's important to be able to run the numbers because, you know, if the single-family home is not rented, because you can only really rent it, you know, to one person unless, again, you take the student route, then you're not collecting any income. Whereas if you have, let's say, a triplex, if one of the units vacates, you still have the other two who are paying the rent, and you don't have to carry you know, the entire building, you just have to carry the one unit till it gets rented again. Yeah. You know, but then there's the other aspect is, then there's three refrigerators, right? There's three microwaves, there's you know, the different maintenance on all the different units versus just a single family home. So it's really what you're most comfortable with and exploring all the different options. And then the pros and cons, and then the pro forma as well to see what the numbers look like for you. Awesome. And what are some of the pitfalls to avoid, like when you get started? Because there's like once you do, yeah, once you make the decision, that's awesome. Now you're on the trajectory, but there's so many, you know, ways to go about this. Yeah. The first and foremost is really understanding the numbers, right? Because a lot of investors don't take into account you know, vacancy rate. And sellers too, sometimes they're like, oh, I don't wanna sell because I can't get my price, so I'm just gonna rent. Well, you know, it's an investment, and sometimes investments perform and sometimes they don't perform. And in real estate, it's important to take in, into account vacancy because it, the vacancy rate may be two months where you're not gonna go without rent, you know, but if the market shifts, you know, and in, back in 2008, 2009, it really shifted, right? The, the inventory went way up and the vacancy rate went up with it. So people had to hold you know, homes for you know, three, four, five, six months without collecting income, which is why they lost it. So it's really to understand the numbers, right? And it's not to scare somebody about vacancy, but they should know that, right? They also need to know that you know, when a renter moves out, right, you're responsible for wear and tear. So you gotta sometimes repaint the interior, sometimes you have to replace the carpet. So it's really understanding the numbers but you also need to look into the market you know is it you know is it appreciating is it depreciating is it flat because you know when you take in the vacancy rate but the market's appreciating that's okay because you're offsetting you know the income that you're not getting in rent uh, and the appreciation so again it's really important to sit down with somebody that really knows the numbers that can help you put together a, pre a spreadsheet to see if, hey, this is a good investment for you or hey, no, this is a little too risky for you. Yeah, it sounds like uh, anybody going this route should start creating and assemble that team of professionals to help them, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, starting with an agent who can help them run the numbers as well as knows you know, when the good opportunities uh, present themselves so that 
you can capitalize on those. Awesome. And uh, as a first time, you know, investor, what are what are some of the other things to think about as far as location wise? Well, you're, again, you're going to want to look to see what areas have been performing, you know, better than others. And again, it's, you know, some, you know, an A location like, you know, Beverly Hills or Beachfront, right? That's going to be more expensive and the return on your money is not going to be as high as if you bought into in a transitional area or an area like like Inglewood, right? With, you know, SoFi Stadium, like that area, you know, is still transitioning, but your cap rate, because the price point is going to be a little lower, is going to be, you know, higher, but there's a little more risk there when it comes to values, because, you know, if the market does adjust, it's going to adjust more in that area than, let's say, you know, beachfront. So it's, again, understanding, you know, what, what, what you're most comfortable with. Are you willing to be a little more, you know, risky, right? Or do you want something a little more stable? And can we just talk about, like, how, did it, how does this happen for you, going from your first property to, to buying more properties and being interested in this and seeing the rewards? Like, can you just talk a little bit about that process and some of the lessons you've learned during the years? Yeah, I mean, there's a there's an uh, there's o- OPM, other people's money, yeah. right? And being able to be smart about leveraging. So oftentimes, you know what you know. I just modeled what you know others successful did, which is you know when my properties gained equity, you know I would do what's called a cash out refi, right? So I would pull out some of the equity instead of spending that on you know a new car or a nice watch or new clothes. I took the equity and reinvested it into another property that, you know, made sense. And for me, you know, especially if I knew the market was appreciating, even if I was breaking even, I would be happy with that because the equity that I was gaining as the market would uh, appreciate allowed me, you know, and the, our net worth to continue to, to climb. You know, and it's also important, you know, as an investor to understand this is an investment and you also need reserves so that, you know, in a down market, or if there is a higher vacancy rate, that you're able to, you know, go into the savings of the account, so that if the market adjusts, you know, you're not having and forced to sell in a down market, that you have this savings account to be able to carry the property, because you definitely don't want to sell, you know, when the market's declining or at the bottom. And if it's inclining, you might as well wait, you know, for it to continue to go up, uh, in order to take advantage of the equity that, you know, is in the property. Yeah, and investing in real estate is long-term, right? You know, it depends, right? Because, you know, it can be long-term, it can be a long-term holder. You know, a lot of people have done very well with flipping properties, right? And that's where it can be a short-term. You have to be smart about it, right? You have to really know the numbers and work with an agent that can show you, like, what the entry price and what a realistic exit price is based off of, you know, where the market's going. And, you know, how much it does cost to, you know, remodel a property. Thank you for sharing that. And I mean, the idea of being able to build well through real estate is something that excites so many people, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the one, you know, it's the American dream of home ownership. But then again, you know, every, a lot of people's dream are to be millionaires. And one of the easiest and quickest ways to do it is real estate. And uh, if we're looking at the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you know, housing is one of the most important things. It's always going to be in demand in a way. And wh- one thing that we're seeing now too, I think as, inve- as an investor now, especially in Los Angeles, 
it's going to be a good time because some of the home buyers are on pause now because of the spike in interest rates. So they're going to be able, they're going to lease, in, uh, uh, rents are going to go up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's the benefit of uh, being a homeowner, right, or an investor is, you know, you're going to have renters because, yeah, some people either are not going to be able to afford a purchase, don't want to purchase, are only here for a part of the time. So, again, you get to, you know, you get to collect the rent, which is basically collecting money to pay your mortgage and oftentimes more than your mortgage. Yeah. Uh, James, I think uh, we have... Uh, sparked some interest and uh, we're happy to help more if you want to dig into like how, how would it how would the actual game plan be for you to get an investment property please reach out to us i i just want to say thank you first of all, all to you james that you've been here with us season two you know we started out uh, with season one it was a success we're here today wrapping up and uh, I think uh, it's been a great experience so thank you so much. Yeah it's one of my favorite topics real estate I'm passionate about it you know it's helped myself and my family you know live some of our dreams and I would love for others to experience it too and you know it's 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 mainly all because of real estate so my pleasure. That's awesome and thank you so much for being here with us watching Black Belt in Real Estate. It's been an exciting journey. I can't believe that season two is over. I almost want to cry, but I'm also so excited that you're here watching. Don't worry, season three is coming. If there's any specific questions that you want to get answered, please reach out to us. We're happy to answer them and maybe even as soon as in season three. Thank you so much and talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for watching Black Belt in Real Estate. We really appreciate having you here. If you're thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate, we would love the opportunity to interview for your business. James, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, what I would say is just to remember that this is a, this is a business decision, not a personal decision. And something that Peter and I and our team pride ourselves on is we look at ourselves more like consultants then we do salespeople. A lot of salespeople have that commission breath and they push you to buy or sell when you're not comfortable. Whereas we take a systematic approach, a personalized approach to determine what is best for you and your family. And if now is not the time to buy or sell, we're okay with that. And at least we've given you that information. So as Peter said, we truly would appreciate the opportunity to earn your business. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon.